You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Now, from the Mousecapade Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and Matt. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 880, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Just a reminder that all of us on the Mousecapades and More podcast are travel agents. So if you're looking to book a trip, we'd be glad to help. You could text Vicki, Matt, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-373-4497, and we'd be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 is going to hold your resort and ticket package, so contact one of us today. So we are starting with a story written by a longtime Disney fan, and she's wanting help, and so... In case the noodle people are listening, I thought I would give them a shout out and say, maybe we can get your help. So she's saying that Disney's company is not focusing on the new rides by using the Imagineers the way that they did when Walt first started Disneyland. And she was visiting Epcot and she noticed that the orb, Spaceship Earth, that's right, right? Because sometimes I say the wrong thing. Spaceship Earth flickered and went out. So she went to inquire and tell a cast member in case they didn't know. And that person said, yeah, that happens all the time. So when Epcot opened in 1982, every light bulb, every glitch and anything that was out of place was quickly fixed overnight. And it was the same way at the Magic Kingdom. And I don't even know, Matt, if you have like a guess of what year, but I'm not sure. I think this was still pretty relevant until at least 2017 of them really focusing on every single detail. But most recently, Disney has been focused on their newest releases or moneymakers, Rise of Resistance, Tron, Flight of Passage, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, and the Guardians of the Galaxy Rewind. This lifelong fan is begging for Disney to love on everything about Disney. They want to get back to the roots and have Disney care for all the attractions as much as Walt did. It's just sad to see rides like Carousel Progress, Mickey's Magic, and Spaceship Earth and others not being kept up the way that they should be. What do you guys think? So, well, I was just going to say last week, though, we were complaining about even Tron, which is a new ride. True. And it was needing updates, too. I just think that they're so busy making new things. That doesn't matter if it's new or old. They're not keeping up with things. They're just making new things. Yeah, they're like so busy trying to like razzle dazzle us that they're letting everything that so many of us hold near and dear fall to the wayside. You know, like it's, I've heard this complaint for years now, like, you know, they're only worried. It's like they're only worried about the things that are grabbing cash at the moment and have just completely forgotten about everything that's transpired in the past. Like well, how many amazing characters are gone? Like Jiminy Cricket, like that reeks of Disney to me. How many other characters like that are they just pushing aside because it's not making money at the moment? It's like, dude, that's all the things so many of us love. I love Guardians and Remy and all that stuff, too. But that's not, you know, like Disney Disney to me. Those are just new movies. Right. But, you know, I I completely agree with this lady. They need to focus back on that feeling that Walt, you know, mate built us all off of. Not just this is grab money and grab money. And I get it's a business. You have to do that. But... I still think the magic is there 10,000%, but some of the heart's gone. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking to myself, though, is when was the last time that I remembered when we would get up 
for a rope drop and it was like before six o'clock to go to either Magic Kingdom or Animal King, uh, yeah, Animal Kingdom. And the gardeners would be finishing up their jobs for the night. I don't think they have those overnight people anymore because oh. you used to not see that. And you used Ever. we were telling stuff that last week, but the same thing in the park, they used to have the overnight people working on those little details like making sure light bulbs are changed and there's no flickering going on and work out all those kinks so they were magic and we didn't like we knew how it got fixed but it was magical that it never happened during the day that it didn't affect the people coming to the park so yeah i mean i can clearly remember in the 90s and most of like the late 2000s the present never seeing anybody like like when do they cut the grass here yeah exactly you know when do they do this when do they do that and like the thing with those lights being out on spaceship earth like come on that's atrocious i mean like i love that new beacon thing they put in right but when there's one or two bulbs out it is it is visible it's like come on you can't fix that light bulb get a cherry picker get a crane get up there fix the light bulbs like yeah that stuff. I mean, even with like the transitions of the holidays, like people used to come for the last Halloween party and stay for the first Christmas party. They're like lazy about it. And it's, it's the pandemic. Once that pandemic hit, it like cranked up the lazy button, you know. It made it acceptable suddenly. Yes. Yeah. It was like it was the ultimate excuse to get to cut out all the fat. And that's the fat that we all love to chew on, you know, and now it's just bones and what the yummy meat is still there. But it's still beautiful. It's just so frustrating that it it was made it so magical. And I'm yes. sure you guys saw that episode. It was on Disney Plus, but we also saw it on a vacation channel prior to Disney Plus coming out in 2019 of Disney decorating overnight and what mm-hmm. the cool process of that whole thing. And I realize part of it's because they've cut down on cast members, but you're taking away the integrity of what Walt built, I feel like. Yes, they're smothering the that flame, you know, that that he that burns for him, that burns that Disney spirit. They're smothering it with just cheap, unthought out money grabs, you know, like they haven't had a really big movie hit in how long now? Yeah, funny. Steph's going to talk about that. I'm actually, yeah, going to talk about <laughs> those movie hits. Uh, so the one that they thought was going to do so well, Wish, did come out on Thanksgiving Day. Um, it was supposed to celebrate 100 years of Disney. It opened, though, against the prequel of the Hunger Games series, which was the Ballad of the Songbird and Snakes. And unfortunately, that did much better. Um, Hunger Games earned $41 million um, during its five-day stretch the Wish came in actually at third place. It didn't even take second. It earned $31.7 million for a movie that's budget was around $175 to $200 million to make. Um, so that one hurt a little bit. Critics are saying that the weak opening of The Wish is the reason that Disney is creating Frozen 2, Encanto 2, Zootopia 2, etc. They're falling back on things that were on the number one list. Critics believe that Disney is too focused on their streaming service, Disney Plus, and that when the downfall of Disney movies started and it um, it has just kind of spiraled from there. Whatever the cause is, though, Disney fans are hoping that Disney gets back on track. It's almost like a, a lazy, evil villain has taken over Disney and they're just like, cut every corner we can, just do part two, three, four, five. Like, come on. But it's because they're trying to do something original and it's still not doing well. Like they tried with this one and thought that this would be the new thing and maybe it will. 
Um, and I think a lot of the time, like for the last few years, it's been like, oh, it's it's because of COVID. It's because of COVID and nobody's going to see the movies. But then whenever you have something like The Hunger Games and it did well. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, it didn't blow it out of the water. Like, you know, I will I will give it that. I'm sure I'm sure Brandy went and saw that. She's a Hunger Games junkie. Oh, no. I, I, Sarah said she was going to it and I want to see it. Brad was going to go yesterday and I said, you're going to go without me. And he goes, tell me when in the next two weeks you can come see this with me. And I'm like, <laughs> OK, you're right. Yeah, I, seriously. I mean, it is insane. I thought my life was busy when my kids were younger, but I think it's busier now, which is really crazy. Lord. All right. Let's move to a Reddit story. So this was reported on Reddit by a guest writing on Dinosaur at Animal Kingdom. So before I start, just a warning that Dinosaur has a warning on it because it is herky-jerky to say the least. It's more uh, whiplash-inducing, that's what I would say. So it's yes. a dark ride filled with animatronics. It's dark. It's not the greatest thing. I can't wait for it to become Indiana Jones. Uh, <laughs> so if you talk to your travel agent or, or guests that have been in before, we will tell you to make sure to show your child a YouTube video to prepare them for what's to come. Don't just throw them in a ride and be like, yeah, you're going to love it. Don't worry. <laughs> it's good dinosaurs. It's fine. Oh, just dinosaurs. You know, we love them. Jurassic Park. Yeah, so a family was manipulating their seven or eight-year-old little girl in order to get on the ride. The closer the family got to getting on the ride, the more terrified the girl appeared. The guests overheard the mother telling the daughter that if they left the line, the whole family would have to leave and not be able to ride either. What a wonderful parent. I know. Oh, I've, I've seen this firsthand. Uh, the parents literally had to pull the child onto the ride. She was holding on to the metal dividers for dear life, which you should anyways, because it's, it's insane. Uh, shaking and crying as the guests got buckled into the Jeep. The Jeep wasn't moving. The cast members were talking to the family. Soon after, the little girl and her mother were escor escorted off the ride by the cast members. Uh, and we were sure the mother wasn't happy because well, she's a brat. But the guests wanted to thank the cast members for possibly stopping years of trauma for this poor little girl. And thank you to the cast members for going above and beyond, as they always do, to help make our experiences magical. I did that with this firsthand on Indiana Jones. This poor little girl's behind her. It was just her and her dad, and her dad reeked of beer. So I was just like, great. And she was freaking out. And I turned around and I told her, I'm like, listen, sweetheart, I'm like, you know who Indiana Jones is? And she's like, no. And I just explained to her that we're going on an adventure. And it's going to be dark and loud and you're going to be okay. And she wasn't having it. And he was, it was the same thing. She, she's like, you're going to be fine. And we all tried to reassure her. But like, man, if your kids don't want to do something, don't make them do it. Right. I don't know, like, you know, if your kid doesn't want to jump into a pool, are you going to push them into the pool or guilt them? Well, if you don't go swimming, then none of us can go swimming. Like, shame on you, parent. Shame on you. Like, I know. I just was, there were so many things wrong in this, in this article. I was just like, seriously. But yeah, I, we had that happen with um, pirates. And I know Steph doesn't love pirates like the rest of us do, but he might've been four years old and he kept saying, no, no, I don't want to ride this ride. And they put him on it and he screamed and cried the whole, we were on the same boat with them. And I kept trying to help. And Kayla's like, don't help them. I'm like, I'm trying to help the little boy. I wanted to say, yeah. you know, I was telling him like, look, this is coming up. Oh, they're going to have a lady. And then they're going to, you know, I was just trying to make it easier on the child, but. Yeah, no, you're not trying to help the parent. I'm like, I don't care about your parent. I yeah. care about the poor little kid that's scared because I'm a parent and my natural instinct is to protect children. Right. You know, like, I felt so bad for that little girl. I, we ended up actually, they let us go again because our seatbelt, we got stuck and we got held up and she didn't want to go it again. And again, the dad was like, no, it's going to be okay. Like, oh my gosh. 
though he did end up making her write it once and then he wanted her to write it a second yeah, time and she, and she did and afterwards i told her i'm like you are the bravest little girl i've ever met i gave her high fives but you could tell she was like she, she was traumatized and that's don't traumatize your kids because then they don't ever want to go on rides with you again and that's what happened to my friend she paid her son $10 and he liked money a lot. And so he got on the ride. And then from that moment on, he would never ride roller coasters. Yeah, it's called trust issues when they get older. <laughs> That's why my kids still haven't gone on Haunted Mansion. They, I let them, I let them decide. I show them the video and I tell them what it's about. And they're like, that looks too scary for me. And I'm like, That's fine. Yeah, I, I think you'd like it. I don't think it would be too scary. But if you think it is, then you don't have to write it. And one day they won't find it scary. And one day yeah. they won't be afraid. Just let them develop. Yep. They can decide when it's they're they're ready for it. Speaking of Haunted Mansion, we finally watched that movie. It was good, wasn't it? It was really cute, for the, except for the last 10 minutes that I conked out and they all made fun <laughs> of me. It wasn't boring. I was exhausted from that day. And so I felt bad, but I liked what I saw of it. I thought it was really cute. Yeah, a lot of nice ride. Not just for the ride. Like, it wasn't a dedicated ride movie, but I liked it. And a lot of good stars in there. So we've shared the mini gingerbread displays that Disney puts out each year, like the gingerbread carousel at the Beach Club, the life-size gingerbread at Grand Floridian, and the gingerbread castle at the Contemporary, just to name a few of them. Have you ever seen the gingerbread display in the American Adventure building in the American Adventure pavilion? Um, This is something that I... Don't think I saw until 2021, and now I haven't been back for Christmas for a while. So um, if you're going to be there, you completely need to go and look at this. It's the American Adventure Pavilion made in gingerbread. And then they have Pooh, and this I thought was interesting. Pooh and Kanga and a snowman are sitting outside the the front door like they're going to go in and check out the... American Adventure Building. And then next door to the pavilion is the distinguished Lincoln Memorial, featuring a chocolate statue of Honest Abe himself sitting inside. You can also spot the MLK Memorial made out of gingerbread. Um, This is going to be up through the holiday season at Epcot. So if you're going to be there, I would encourage you to go see it. It's, It's pretty spectacular what they can do with some gingerbread. That's all I know. Yeah, all these holiday videos are killing me with wanting to be there for Christmas. Like, that's the best place for Christmas. It really is. Well, speaking of which, you said Jiminy Cricket. So Jiminy Cricket's at Jollywood Nights, and I'm getting my picture with him. Oh, heck yeah. Very cool. That one's going to be neat to see. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, all of these gingerbread displays just make me uh, just it's so festive. It's so yes. fun. You If you can't go in December and not have a rest day where you just go and check it all out. I mean, honestly, it would be worth going for the weekend just to go around and look at all the resorts and stuff. Yeah, there's so much. Definitely worth it. So, well, as you all know, we're not only bringing you news, but we also bring you some rumors. And this one is out of Disneyland in California. Now that Splash Mountain is closed and being refurbished, multiple cast members and guests are speaking out about an alleged death on Splash Mountain in 2016. One claimed... Numerous cast members were forever traumatized by the incident, but the Walt Disney Company um, successfully settled out of court with the impacted family. Apparently, a lady and her family were visiting Disneyland after a surgery. She must have visibly had a reason to ask because the woman inquired as to whether she could ride Splash Mountain. The cast member told her yes. The lady got on the ride and she became unconscious on the last drop of the ride. When the ride vehicle returned, the cast member realized 
that the guest was unconscious. They called for help. And while they were waiting, a paramedic from Canada that was visiting Disneyland tried to resuscitate her. They didn't know if she had staples or stitches, but whichever it was, they popped out and the lady was um, did not make it. One of the cast members cleaning up the mess said that in the log, there was a never-ending cleanup of blood. The cast members and the lead were traumatized that day. Another cast member shared this comment. There was a trail of blood leading all the way down to the exit and backstage. They wrote, the log was drenched and the two back seats with, had pools of blood. We cleaned with what we could, but there was too much blood. It got in into the cracks and drains. I heard that when they opened the log, everyone took several steps back because there was a massive amount of blood inside. The attraction opened less than an hour after we finished, the custodial cast member added. We went back to our normal shifts and finished up our night like normal. My view of the company never recovered from that. While we know that many rumors are recognized as truth, this is one story that we sure do hope is not true. With that said, Disney has rules for a reason. If a ride is assigned with risks, please make sure that you aren't risking anything just to ride a ride because no one's life is worth riding a ride for. So again, that is a rumor that Disney has not confirmed, but as the story goes, there are several cast members who are coming out and saying that that is their truth. So pretty scary stuff. That was in 2016. I'm surprised that we're, there wasn't more about it in 2016. That it was stayed quiet for so long. Well, they apparently paid it off, but. Yeah. And generally when, I mean, unfortunately, things happen a lot because it's just a numbers thing when you got millions and millions of people in these scenarios that are the parks. Stuff happens, you know, people have been killed on the on the Columbia, they were docking in one of the ties on the cleat. They didn't secure the boat and they ripped a cleat out of the dock and hit a guy in the head and killed him. Oh, these, these things happen and then they just shush them under the table. They don't put it in the media. They just pay the people so they don't have to go through lawsuits. Like, unfortunately, this stuff happens, even at the most magical places on the planet. I just can't imagine being a cast member dealing with that and being told like, all right, one hour. You got one hour to pull yourself together and finish your shift. Like, yeah. no, I think I'm going to need like a, at least a week. Yeah, and, some, <laughs> and some therapy. You right. Know. So like, no, yeah. you know, eat a churro and get back out there. It's like, that's, that's, I mean, even EMTs, if they see something really, really horrible in their shift, they're, they're made to take a break. Yeah. But I've heard there's YouTube stories. If you look out there on all this horrible stuff and it's it unfortunately happens and they're not the best with it. So I have to tell you, Matt, right before I came in here to, to record with you guys, Joey came running out of the room to make sure that this story was included. He didn't know. <laughs> I, I already had it in there, but he's like, did you see this? And I was like, oh, yeah, we're talking about it tonight. I watched I watched this video that Matt's going to talk about. Yeah, my wife was even like, oh, did you see this? She's like, I'm like, that's my story. And I, <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, say it ain't so. This might be the winner for 2023 unless something really egregious happens. <laughs> this this beats the cucumber. On, this gets uh... the golden donkey award for <laughs> stupidity. That's what we're going to start to name these. Say it ain't so, say it ain't so. All right. So this incident occurred. Right after, it's a small world ride in Disneyland stopped. Guests are encouraged to stay in their seats in these situations in order to keep all guests safe. In most cases, the ride is up and running within minutes. Uh, the short amount of time usually doesn't cause guests to get anxious or panicky. 
But apparently, one guest was so upset about the ride stopping that he took off all of his clothes before entering the water on It's a Small World. Apparently, the ride was down for an hour and 13 minutes. And during that time, this guest removed all of his clothes and climbed into the water. He then exited a ride from an exit that isn't used by guests. Sadly, this isn't the first incident, and it's a small world in Disneyland. Recently, a guest leaned over in a boat while holding his phone. The phone fell into shallow water, shallow water and he was uh, concerned he wouldn't be able to get his phone back, so he just took matters in his own hands, hopped in, got his uh, phone back out of the water, and there was another one. Uh, I think it was in World where the small world stopped, and the guy just had it. No, that was Pirates, where the guy got out with the baby and just yeah. walked off the boat. Uh, I know. So I watched a video for this. I, I think this dude was on drugs because he was like out of his mind. Like, man, he got out of the boat. And at one point he had like shorts on and he's like climbing around the scenery. And then all of a sudden he was buck naked walking around. Uh, he looked like he was on drugs. You're talking about the it's a small world, not the pirates one. Pardon me. No, but we're just talking about the small world naked guy. I agree completely. And this yeah. the story, the way that I the the video that I saw, I didn't think that the ride stopped and then he was upset and decided to get off of the ride. I think the ride stopped because he climbed out. Yeah, it's hard to tell from the video. Yeah, and took off his clothes. Yeah. And now I only saw the video where he was still in like his boxer shorts. But he was, yeah, climbing all over everything yeah that doesn't sound like someone like panicking like that drunk girl in the mexican pavilion that was just like drunk and sassy and got off the boat and was like i'm down with death you know this looks like someone having a mental breakdown yes you he know. like wanted to be one with the ride yeah and he <laughs> was like going and like s- sitting in between things and and you could hear somebody in the video I watched, somebody was like yelling at him the whole time. They're like, please don't do that. Please come. Please come back down. And he was like trying to climb to the top of things. They're like, you're going to get hurt. Please come down from there. Please come down. So he he caused the right to stop while they tried to control this. Crazy oh, I apologize. That's what I got from the article that I read. That might be what's being reported. But from what is... Uh, being shown on the videos, I think that he had a little bit of an episode and that's when they were like, all right, we need to stop. Something was definitely wrong. <laughs> it's just a matter of time before they're going to put locking belts on everything because it's a matter of time before someone does this and gets really, really hurt. And of course, it's going to be filmed because people don't help. They film. Uh, yeah, people are nuts. But then it's like, but like the people who are with him, if they would have gotten off the boat to try and get him back on, are they going to be in trouble too? Like, is that right. maybe why they didn't get off the boat? Yeah. And then you have to argue like, hey, I was just trying to help. And they're like, no, you're part of it. And it's like, you know, like, that yeah, would just suck for everybody. If you haven't seen the video, you've got to watch it. I didn't watch the whole video. I only saw a portion. Yeah, it's it's nuts. 
And I'm sure there's lots of videos because I'm sure everybody was taking a video of this happening. And I've watched some other crazy videos from Disneyland last week with like security, how we were talking about, you know, the comparison. And this guy tried to bring in like half an ounce of cocaine and a pistol with his family. And they all knew it. They were like, hey, that was our Coke stash for the day. I was like, what is going on? Oh, my gosh. Coke is not legal, people. Oh, my god! And don't bring your guns to the parks. Like, yeah. And I mean, it's his family. Like, this is my family stash. Like, matching shirts. Like, the whole nine yards. Like, it was crazy. Sharing is not caring in that no, instance, no. okay? This is not. Disney is like the Wild West when it comes to stories now. It's like. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Walmart's taking a backseat to Disney. Oh, my goodness. People of Disney. <laughs> Well, it's definitely one of the best places to people watch. Yeah. True. So if you have money, hiring a plan for a VIP tour at Disney World is no problem for you. So most recently, the guests have been complaining about the Kardashians overtaking the rides at Disneyland. Well, during Thanksgiving weekend, one of the busiest times for Disney World, Leo Messi, captain and forward in the Major League Soccer Club, Inter-Miami CF, and the Argentina national team, he came for a visit this weekend of all weekends. And he hired a plaid Disney VIP tour guide to show his family around Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and Animal Kingdom. Now, keep in mind, the price changes for different, like for holidays and stuff. So he paid over $1,000 an hour. I was like, must be nice to have that kind of money. Mm -hmm. So the lines were growing by the minute and guests noticed that Leo and his crew were riding Big Thunder Mountain by themselves two times. Like no one else was allowed on that ride, but the people in his party. And they said that they understood that he got to go on the lightning lane, but they were angry because why couldn't they let other people be on that ride? Why did they get to do it by themselves? And that made the wait time even longer for the other guests. And of course, some of the guests were taking video of the soccer star enjoying his time at Disney. So I don't think everybody was sad because some people were happy they met or saw this famous soccer player, but... Yeah. So does that happen when there's famous people there? Like, do they get to go on all the rides by themselves? Is that common? I I don't know any other ones. I think they were saying with the tour guide, and I don't know about that deal with Kardashian. They're like, of course, the Kardashians. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so tired of that family anyway. I just want to be done. It needs to be like a different price level, not just a VIP tour, because then that's unfair to just the normal average Joe who's doing the exact same, paying the exact same amount. Yep. To go on a VIP tour, like there needs to be a VIP tour plus because, you know, Gis- Disney plus is everything. So right. like if you're famous and want to go on the rides by yourself, here's another thing you can add on and pay for because that's just kind of unfair. It's, it's super unfair. You know, it's like, I don't care who you are. You're you're no better than the than another human. And you know what? Somebody else probably worked a lot harder for that money yeah. than you did. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can drive. You can spend a thousand dollars an hour in your eight hour day for someone to wheel you around. No, they. Sh- you should just ride it next to everybody else. The, like the lightning lane thing, no problem. I have zero problem with that. Zero problem to VIP. I would love to experience that myself. But to like give them the whole ride, you know, and there's like ten cars. That's ridiculous. That's financial privilege at its finest. Right. If you're that awesome and you're that much of a baller, rent the park out. You know, well, don't inconvenience yeah. families that are standing and waiting. And it's a pain in the butt to do this. And he's just, you know, I got money. Stand aside, peasant. King soccer is coming up. It's like, I don't care what sport you play, buddy. Like That's the frustrating part to me. And I know Stephanie and I have talked about this a lot. We're beating a dead horse because it's going nowhere. But I'm not saying what they 
do isn't exciting to go and watch for entertainment, but we're educating the future of our country. Yeah, no, no, be dead horse. Keep, keep waiting. Cause that's the truth. How many people have such a, a, a more imperative a more important role in society than just entertaining us on Sunday afternoon. Like your shape, like teachers, my, my sister's a teacher. My stepmother was a teacher 40 years, teachers, educators, people that mold our children are like, Oh yeah, you're just a teacher. But this guy can kick a soccer ball really fast. It's like, this drives me nuts. Yeah. It's just, it's very sad and demeaning because in other countries, their teachers are revered like doctors. Yeah, but no, not here because it's not entertaining. I can't sell a Miller Lite, you know, to the teacher bowl. But yeah, no, I, we could beat it. Let's keep beating this horse. I'll get some bigger sticks out. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I'm right there with you, girls. Yeah, that's that's. I'm, I mean, it's it would be neat to see somebody famous, but yeah, it would be frustrating if you had saved all this money and spent the same amount of money on a VIP tour. And you're like, but wait a minute, how come my VIP tour didn't come with me being able to ride the rides by myself? Like, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, let's go on to something else. How about the Christmas tree stroll, which is super exciting. Yes. Um, that has returned to Disney Springs. So if you're going to be in Orlando for the holidays, and we already said you need that rest day built in to see all the gingerbread, well, you should also be going over to Disney Springs to look at the amazing Christmas trees. Here are some of the trees that they have to visit. They are themed as, there's one that's Nightmare Before Christmas. We've got an Encanto, Frozen, Mickey Mouse, obviously, Minnie Mouse. There's the New Wish, Haunted Mansion, and more. Plus, on top of this, if you have a Magic Band Plus this year, some of the trees have some surprises to share. If you're wearing your Magic Band Plus, it's going to activate the magic. Um, lighting effects and vibrating of the Magic Band Plus are just a couple of the surprises Disney has in store. The Christmas trees are spectacularly decorated, so make sure that you're checking out Disney Springs while you're there. Yeah, that tree stroll always looks awesome. And, and those active bands, I had a great, I had the Magic Band Plus, I got one for Christmas last year, so I wore it at Disneyland. And they're awesome, but I mean, it goes off so much, like it kept dying. I had to charge it at least two, three times a day to get it. But it was awesome to be walking around all sorts of going off and vibrating. I'm like, wee! <laughs> <laughs> but then it would croak, and I'm like, oh. So the only thing that I wish that they would bring back for the Disney tree stroll is... They had it in one area and you don't always have enough time to go all the way around Disney Springs in one time and one day. And then you miss out on some of the trees and the trees are very cool. Yeah. I Before the pandemic, they were all where the buses used to pick up the guests. They were all in this area. They played music. They did blue snow. They don't do Ooh. the snow there anymore. The snope. They don't do the snope anymore because they're all over the place. And I understand why they did it during the pandemic, but I kind of wish they'd bring it back the other way because that was a really cool way to see all of them. Is there like a map that tells you where they all are? There is a map, but they're like from one end to the other. And if you don't have time to do that, just for that, I mean, and I realize there are people that make time for just that, but our family doesn't want to give up the parks that many days. Yeah, and it's nice when they were on like a little Christmas tree trail and you could just yeah. swim to the next to the next. Yeah, and they are, they do do a fantastic job. They do. All right, some more drama. A Disneyland, <laughs> can't, right? It's like endless. It's always a Disneyland. I'm telling you, Disneyland is crazy. I'm seeing a theme. Yes. That's why Keith won't let Stephanie go there with him. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, no. I'm still trying to twist his arm. <laughs> I'll go with guys. I'll help. 
<laughs> a Disneyland cast member's uh, story was released this week in the news. It seems that this young cast member misused Disney's corporate credit card a little bit to support their little drug habit. 24,000, to be exact, in his drug habit. Uh, his family moved to the United States from Armenia. Uh, he discovered that he was gay, and he wasn't sure how to tell his family because being Armenian, they probably don't understand that as well. Uh, he didn't think his family would understand, so what else do you do? You turn to drugs, and you try to forget how you feel. You just bury those feelings deep, deep down inside with drugs. Eventually, he realized that he, uh, what he did, and he confessed his Disney bosses, he was afraid of what they would do, what they would say and do, and he was plumbly surprised that Disney gave him a second chance, which is very surprising. His parents gave him a loan to repay Disney while he was getting clean. He worked to repay his family back. It was a long road, but he did get clean, and he did repay his family. Wow. Uh, he attributes Disney's second chance to giving him his life back together. That's that's, that's amazing. $24,000, that's grand larceny. Right. That's a felony. Uh, I mean, man, you're struggling with, you know, who you are, that's, you know, that's okay, but don't be turning to drugs. They had his picture, but they never said his name. No. Yeah, that's good. They don't want him to get ridiculed on social. I mean, if you put his name there, people would be coming at him. Left True. Or right. But, I mean, that's a pretty happy ending. Got clean, repaid, repaid everything back. Accountability, success. That's a good story. <laughs> Yeah, accountability. Absolutely. But it doesn't sound to me like accountability. Like that if you're saying that this is like a huge, like he could have gotten in a bunch of trouble and they swept it under the rug. Like, really? Why did they sweep it under the rug? Like in the first place? I'm glad it turned out to be a happy ending, but it, it could have not gone that way. Yeah, it didn't start out being accountable. He started out being a criminal. But maybe that was part of the deal. You know, they're like, hey, we won't throw you away. We won't fire you, but a fix right you're wrong and he did usually that doesn't happen i was gonna say that doesn't happen yeah usually they're like all right here's go do more drugs and here's a new job i mean twenty four thousand dollars on the company card for your drugs is kind of uh i didn't understand what kind of job he had that allowed him to have the company card because he was a young kid yeah so i don't know so there are many Disney holiday overlays that we all look forward to, like the Haunted Mansion overlay at Disneyland and the overlay in Epcot. It's living with the land that we talked about last week. Jungle Cruise going to Jingle Cruise and even the decorations throughout the resorts and parks. However, last year's holiday musical change on Epcot's Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind did not get good reviews from Disney guests. And I read several things on that last year, I remember. Here are a few things they had to say. I was, uh, guests had to say. I was praying that they wouldn't bring it back. It was terrible. Thank God. Last year, I took my family on their first ride during the Christmas overlay and the music was abysmal. Good. The holiday song sucked. It was in unintelligible. If they want to do a holiday soundtrack, just use some 70s and 80s holiday songs. Many other comments agreed that a Christmas selection wouldn't be terrible, but last year's choice was more of a problem. So it looks like Disney heard the guests' reviews. Must have been the noodle people. And they are not using the holiday overlay of music that they used in 2022, and the ride will remain as it is through the holiday season. Not everything needs an overlay. Yeah, it's true. I was really hoping, had high hopes for that, though, because there's a lot of great Christmas songs they could use. I don't remember what Christmas songs there were that were. I remember people being in an uproar about it, but I don't remember what uh, what songs it was specifically. The article didn't say. It wasn't the ones we thought. Well, I think that they wrote one, too. I think Chrissy told us that, too. I think they wrote one specific to the ride. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. And that's just, that's crazy that if they wrote one, like, they're they're so good at music. Right. So for it to fail that bad, <laughs> it depends on who they had right. It was it Alan Minken and uh, 
Randy Newman. We're celebrating his birthday tomorrow. Randy Newman. <sighs> He's going to be 80. Oh, boy. I guess they could have done a really good job with this Guardians thing because of the choices that there are for music. Like, there's so many options. But at the same time, like, don't mess with Guardians. It's my favorite. Just <laughs> don't mess with it. It's already perfect as is. So maybe just yeah, smile and say, I did a good job and walk away and <laughs> leave it be. The soundtrack's awesome. Don't it ain't broke. Don't fix it. <laughs> yeah. So as we all heard during D23, Animal Kingdoms, it's stuff to be a bug is going to be transformed into that new Zootopia attraction in the very near, near future. Wow. We know sometimes things at Disney don't move as quickly as we'd like. Guests are wondering if this project has already started. Last month, the animatronic of Hopper was missing from the 40s show. If Disney was going to remove Hopper, they need a backup screen or something. Flick was literally talking to the air when Hopper used to be. Uh, to where Hopper used to be, which left first-time guests a little bit confused as to what was going on. We know from past Hopper repairs that he has to be removed because it's too hard to work on him in place. If that's true, Disney should consider a screen replacement like they have in the Navi River journey whenever they're working on things there. Um, it would have been interesting to see Flick talking to himself um, or what <laughs> appeared to be him talking to himself, but... Flick has lost his mind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least at least put a cardboard cutout or something. Like Well, yeah, and that's the the thing that's really cool. Jo- Joey's the one that told us that we didn't realize it. That as soon as what is it, the Navi person is the one that's at the end. Do you know its name? The shaman. Yes. As soon as it goes down, it's like it knows instinctively, like it's written in the computer system or whatever, and it it goes down and the screen goes up. And obviously you know it's not the same animatronic that was there. But you're not left with nothingness. Yeah. No, with just uh, somebody sitting there and frozen. Still singing and everything's going on. He's just frozen, creepy, looking at you. Yeah, that's just laziness. I'm going to say laziness. The the Festival of Holidays has officially started at Epcot, which means the first night of the famous Candlelight Processional has happened. Chrissy Metz of This Is Us fame shared a Christmas story for the first time ever with Disney guests. The Voice of Liberty filled carol risers in the shape of Christmas tree. A shining star hangs above tree risers and shines throughout the performance. The Voices of Liberty wearing red and green. A choir formed of talented cast members wearing golden robes joined the stage to create a robust, powerful choir. Or chorus, excuse me. Uh, these cast members have volunteered their time to sing during the proces- processional. As attending this event is high on many guests' holiday traditional lists, so it is for cast members who audition and practice each year to fill the American Gardens theater stage with a joyful sound. The choir comes up the aisle as a theater, each holding a candle before filling up the stage. Local high school students also join the choir. The performances on Saturday night brought Chrissy Metz to tears like it has done so many celebrity narrators in the past. Neil Patrick Harris, John Stamos, Steve Curtis Chapman have been narrators for many, many years, especially Neil Patrick Harris. He's always a huge draw. Uh, this year, besides Chris Mess, Louis Fonzi, Anna Merget, Brendan Fraser, of uh, Ava Longoria, Joey McIntyre, Thurling K. Brown, Jordan Fisher, Audra McDonald will all have their first opportunity to narrate, narrate this time-honored event. as a huge draw. The lines for that are insane people wait crazy 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 oh uh, yeah so if you want to do that we have the dining package but we're do we're doing the breakfast because it was the cheapest yeah i was gonna say if you want to do this please speak with your agents book 
a dining, breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Don't spend your, I mean, you'll spend your entire day waiting to go see this. Right. You will. Well, three hours, I think, is the longest. That's a lot. We waited for it. Yeah. But I mean, it's so good. I'm so sad, though, because when the original list came out, Neil Patrick Harris was going to be there when I was there. And and it's nothing against Joey McIntyre of New Kids on the Block. But that's who (laughs) that's who's replacing him. And I'm like, dang it, every time. So tell me, I have never seen it. Okay. so tell me more about the show itself. So it's actually the Christmas story of Jesus's birth and they read passages of the story a little at a time. And then they're then immediately following a song that goes along with that moment in the story from the Bible. It's and they sing a song and the songs that they use ironically or not ironically, but are songs that we sang when we used to do cantatas at church. And so for us, it's like reliving fantastic memories that we had for the years and years that we did the Christmas programs. Cause we used to do them for two weekends, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and tons of people came and watched them and stuff. So it's just a really cool experience. And for us, when we were going at Christmas, we usually went on Christmas Eve because that was the closest thing to our candlelight service being at church. But it's really cool. And then it ends with Hallelujah Chorus, which of course everybody seems to know from Handel's Messiah. But yeah, it's, I don't know. I was trying to think all the people we had. Um, the one guy just passed away and he was on CSI. can't think of his name right now. The girl that played Mulan in the original animated series. We heard her one year. Uh, Stephen Curtis Chapman was there one year when we saw it. I can't even remember everybody that we saw, but it's just, I don't know. It's something spectacular to see and hear. And you can still hear it and not have a seat in the back. And we did that the first year before we really knew anything about it. Because again, when it's your first time going at Christmas, now I know tons of things that I can tell people tricks and tips and stuff but in 2013 that was our first year and we just stumbled upon it we're like this is amazing and so we're like this is what we're going to do for christmas eve from now on because now we actually did it on christmas day with my mom because we switched out that year to see if it helped with the crowds which it did okay but did that help at all yes it did i definitely want to see it now is, have you ever seen a singing Christmas tree? Those are huge in Georgia, but I don't know that they're that big here. And no, Nick, if you're listening, I am not from Georgia. That's just where I lived for a short time. No, I have not. It is a really cool, lots of churches in Georgia. I know. I don't even remember. Maybe Fifi Baptist used to do that, but it's literally um, risers that are built in the shape of a tree. And then the people wear green and red colored robes. So they look like they're part of a tree when they get it all up there and everything. And it's it's impressive. It is really impressive. And you can watch it. I mean, I know it's not the same thing, but you can watch it on um, YouTube. Yeah, because we did it last year when it was our first Christmas not being there. And I was like, I'm not going to like this. So I'm just going to watch it. Well, you don't realize when you get in a habit of something, just like we went to Thanksgiving in Georgia. It was nothing against anybody in Georgia, but we hadn't done Thanksgiving in 18 years there. It's a different thing. There's different foods. It's just different. There was no pumpkin pie. Wow, that's religious. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's what I thought. No, just kidding. It was all good. So I want to give a shout out to all of our listeners. Thanks for taking the time to listen to us discuss recent news and rumors. We hope that you find our banter useful and somewhat entertaining. Please go to Apple or Podbean and give us a rating and a comment. It really means a lot to us. It really does. And I check those all the time and it's kind of sad. It's I feel bad because I know it's how it is. But when they do a survey and you ask people to take a survey and they don't want to do it, 
So I feel like that's kind of what this is, but it is nice to know what you're thinking. I really do want to know if you not liking what we're doing, <laughs> you need to tell me because it's not their fault. It's mine. We do. We love hearing listeners and um, any of your special requests that you have. We are putting together a special Christmas episode and we'd love for you to text us and tell us your favorite Christmas memory. This could be whether it's Disney related or not. If you want to share your memory with all of the listeners then just go ahead and text us that memory. The number is 636-373-4497. Go ahead and text that by Thursday, December 14th, so we can share them on our Friday, December 22nd Christmas show. And if you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, please text us at 636-373-4497. You can check us out on our social media account, The Mousecapades Podcast on Facebook. If you would like a free quote, contact Vicki, Stephanie, or me, Matt, at 636-373-4497. Be sure to listen to Friday's show. Chrissy's going to share with us about her recent trip to Disney World for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party and Jollywood Nights that she went with her sister. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Well, everybody, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Hurry back. Have a magical day, my friends. What have you? Show me everything and tell me how You don't mean something And yet nothing to me I can see there's so much to learn It's all so close and yet so far I see myself as people see me I just know there's something bigger There's a word.